What's up, homies? I'm Erica. I'm Roshane J. And thank you for hanging out with us today as we talk about the movie Dave Made a Maze, which uh, led us to it led us to some thoughts about a broader topic rather yeah. than just the movie <laughs> yeah because when we were when we were deciding what movie to watch next uh, we both saw this trailer and we were interested but it's different this movie's mm-hmm. very different um yeah. so so we decided to go a little bit different in this episode as well and talk about kind of the broader idea of whether or not this is actually a horror movie mm-hmm. yeah because when we found this movie, it was in the horror section. Like, going through, um, it was listed as a horror. But then when we looked it up, it was kind of, it says, like, adventure, comedy, horror. Those are, like, the three categories that it is put in. But then on, like, I think it was Amazon Prime, it's listed solely under the horror genre. And after watching the trailer, we were both like, okay. Is it a horror movie? Because the trailer, the trailer, when you watch the trailer, which um, if you don't know what this movie is at all, um, before listening to this episode, you take two minutes, just quickly take a look at the trailer, just so you have a frame of reference mm-hmm. about why why we're, we're a little conflicted about <laughs> this uh, about this choice at the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, come back and with that frame of mind, think to yourself, like, would I, would I really call this a horror movie? Because it's, it's kind of, it, it's in its own little realm, which I think is kind of cool about this movie is this movie yeah. is different. It, it reminds me a little bit of how like Shaun of the Dead is kind of like, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of like that borderline of like, this is a movie based in horror movie ideas but it's also hilarious. So yeah. like, and, and you can, and horror comedy is definitely a genre that exists, but at the end of the day, like, like what, what makes a horror movie? Like what separates a movie from being just a comedic movie? That's a little bit scary versus like a horror movie. Like, like scary mm-hmm. movie, scary movie. Is that a horror movie or a comedy? Like I would say that's a comedy more than an, it's a horror yeah. movie. Yeah, I would agree. It's like, so this movie, it's it's really fun. I'm gonna go ahead and just off the bat, I'm gonna say I really enjoyed this movie. Oh, me it's too, me too. Awesome. I love this movie. This movie is super cool. One it of the coolest really movies cool. I've seen in a while. Yeah, and I think it. I had never heard of this before. It's definitely a movie that I think flew under the radar because it came out in 2017. Yeah, and we just happened to stumble upon this movie. I. I've never, I had never seen, I mean, I think that it was kind of like an indie kind of yeah, a film it, festival release. Yeah, I think so. it, it, it was sweeping film festivals in 2017 when it came out. Um, mm-hmm. it, directed by Bill Watterson. Uh, it was, it was doing great during that time. And I think it was just doing kind of like the indie circuit. So it eventually got some theatrical releases in like 2018, 2019, but they were they were sporadic. It wasn't like a big budget, like this is in theaters now. So I think a lot of people missed it for that reason. 
um, which is, you know, unfortunately the fate of like a lot of independent movies, even when they do well in the circuit, you might not hear of them. But this one, this was just really good. Like, good enough to the point where, like, we kind of don't want to spoil the movie for you guys. Like, Mm -hmm. we're going to go through this discussion about whether or not it's a horror movie. But we're going to try and be as spoiler-free as possible because we definitely think it's worth a watch. Yeah, I would recommend watching this because it's not, like as we'll discuss, it's not really a horror movie it's not scary so if you're not a fan of horror movies you'll still enjoy this it's got it's like a very it hits a lot of different genres like i said it's definitely a comedy it's definitely an advanced an adventure it's like a fantasy um at some points but it also does have some elements that are notoriously horror um so i think that's where it kind of slides into that genre it's definitely riding the line oh yeah but i think that it can appeal to a lot of different audiences of different genres and i would what I, just go watch it like that's all i really have to say is <laughs> just, just go, go watch it yo just go watch this movie it's it's, it's, it's a trip it's a trip um, it is. So the the just the movie is Dave, who played by Nick, Nick Thune, um, which is actually a pretty funny comedian. I checked him out after watching this movie. Like he's pretty oh, funny. Yeah. Is he like? Does he do like stand up? Or is he yeah, like, he he does like solo comedy. Like he he was a comedian that they pulled specifically for this movie because I guess they saw some of his comedy and thought that he fit in really well. Oh, um, nice. But. He plays Dave, who is this artistic guy who struggles with finishing things, like finishing projects. And so while his girlfriend, fiance, I think his girlfriend, I think they're just dating. Yeah, I think it's, I think they're just dating at the moment. Um, But they live together. And while she's off on a vacation, he builds essentially a cardboard fort. Um, in just the middle of their living room. And she returns to find Dave apparently trapped in the cardboard fort. Yeah, he says he's lost. So it's from the outside to her and to, you know, everybody, it looks like a small fort. That is just made out of cardboard, and there's like a little hole at the at the front of it that says "Enter," and so he's like, "Hey, I'm lost," and everyone thinks that he's joking around because how are you lost inside of your inside like, of essentially a pillow of, fort in yeah, your living room inside of a small fort that you built inside of your living room? There, so eventually. They decide to go in and get him, and when they enter the maze, they discover that it is way bigger on the inside. It's like a cardboard castle. It's huge on the inside. Yeah, it takes on these magical properties, and somehow Mm -hmm. you are transported into this cardboard maze, essentially, that they have to navigate and try and survive as well. Yes. First of all, it's... It's not taking itself too seriously. That's the no. thing about this movie. It's very lighthearted. It's meant to be fun. It's meant to be zany. It it knows exactly what it is. It's a quirky movie. Like, mm-hmm. you're following these characters. They all have these little weird quirks about them. They're not, you know, they're not totally 
people. They're not like regular yeah, they're, people. They're, Each one of them has kind of a thing that they're leaning into. They're a little caricature and in yeah. a good way. Like they, they it's it a works. purposeful move that they make. Yeah, it works for these characters. It works for the story. And the, you know, the fun of it is watching them navigate this maze that has all of these, like each room has almost a different theme. Mm-hmm. And there's these, tr- there's booby traps. There's weird little like characters and creatures that they meet inside the maze. That's the fun of the movie is watching them kind of having to figure out how, because once you enter the maze, you, you, you can't go back. Like you can't go back through the entrance. You have to go continue to go through it. That's the fun is watching them. Just try and deal yeah. with this maze. Um, yeah. But with, with that being said, and like essentially that's kind of the whole plot of the movie is them trying to navigate mm-hmm. and survive this maze. Um, so let's talk about, let's kind of talk about the horror genre in general and like what actually makes a horror movie. Like what do, what do you feel what do you feel makes a horror movie? Like in in your own words, like For what do you me think? Personally? Yeah. Well, so for me personally, I think a horror movie there are certain it's definitely it's harder now. For like the time that we're in now, horror is much more of a broad term for me now than it would have been for me like 10 years ago yeah because a lot of movies now um like the the person that comes to my mind or the director that comes to my mind and the director that i think a lot of people kind of have this kind of a debate with is ari aster because Mm, who is the director of hereditary he did midsommar his movies are widely debated because a lot of people don't consider them horror they consider them more of like a drama or like a like thriller, sus- yeah, yeah. Or a thriller suspense. Same um, thing with Jordan Peele's Get Out too. Is like, it, yeah, it, it also fell into this. It's it's a debate that I've seen a lot more recently. I think in the past like two or three years, I've seen this debate a lot more. I think it's specifically because the horror genre has been around long enough that a lot of things are you know tired or that are overused to the point where now a lot of screenwriters and directors are taking a different route with the genre yeah. and trying out new things. Um, the issue there being is there's such a cult following for horror movies and, you know, the old school classics of horror and like what makes a horror movie that I think every time uh, someone tries to veer off of that path, they run this risk of being swept up in this debate about, well, this doesn't necessarily follow all the rules that have been established by its predecessors within the genre. Yeah. Or, and it's like, oh, well, this wasn't, this isn't scare me. I didn't jump. I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people associate horror with the idea of like, oh, I, I have to be scared or I have to have this like this jumpy, like on edge feeling for it to be a horror movie. And I would have thought the same like when I was first getting into horror movies, I had the same idea where a horror movie to me, there was uh, some kind of a villain 
and mm-hmm. they had to be chasing, they are attacking our central characters, and there had to be, you know, gore of some kind. Yeah, there's almost me, like and, this, and I had to be scared. There's almost the like a checklist of things that a movie has yeah. to have. If it doesn't have X, Y, Z in the movie, like it's not technically a horror movie because it's not following the formula, which. Right. For me, honestly, I don't necessarily like that notion. I understand it. I get where it's coming from. Um, And you see it across the board with different genres in movie and filmmaking about, you know, following the structure that's presented because it works. Like, it's not there just because people arbitrarily decide, like, this is what makes a horror movie. These are some of the things that are commonplace within some of the good horror movies that we've seen in the past. So, like, it's not that this assumption is based on nothing. Like, it's based on the factual... um, uh, the the factual amount of praise and and notoriety that some of these films in the past have gotten and mm-hmm. why they work within this given formula. I mean, looking at just for instance, like the, so, the definition of horror, just just the noun horror um, by Webster's is an intense feeling of fear, shock, or disgust, mm-hmm. which. You know, makes sense. I feel like those are usually the feelings that get provoked when you're watching a horror movie. Um, yeah. While just an interesting little fun fact while I was on it is like the difference between horror and terror, apparently, is terror is the feeling essentially leading up to horror. It's that feeling of um, anxiety that happens like right before you get scared is terror. And then horror is actually like a combination of the terror that you felt plus the repulsion of the things that you saw, which, you know, fear, shock, or disgust. Like a lot of times when you see something that makes you scared in a horror movie, a lot of times it's because like you didn't want to see that. It's that thing that like they get that graphic close up of somebody getting like their head split open or something like that. Like that causes the horror. Like, oh no, this happened to a person. Oh no. Right. Yeah. That's okay. That's interesting. But then here, and here's the thing though, is like, all right, so that's the definition of horror, right? Like, even though that's the defined definition of horror, I do think it gets a little bit gray when you start attaching it to horror movies, because you can have all the elements of, you know, the dictionary definition of horror within a horror movie, and it can follow the exact same formula that all the horror movies of the past have followed and not be a good movie. Like, just because it's a horror movie doesn't necessarily mean it's a good horror movie. Yeah, well, and I think a lot of the reason that people have a harder time, like, have a hard time distinguishing, like, oh, well, that wasn't scary to me, so I don't consider it a horror movie. It's like, to me, I guess to me now, I would define, like when I think of a horror movie, I think of anything that kind of gives me a feeling of, um, or that is trying to elicit a feeling of uneasiness or dread or, you know, and I or just an idea that makes you feel uncomfortable right. or or even, you know, a little that even just the thought of something makes you feel sc- kind of like creeped out or scary because because yeah. like you want to be you want to be scared when you go see yeah, a horror movie. Like that's, that's part of the experience. And I think like, you know, 
I think that that is kind of the broad thing that can go over a bunch of different, you know, the all of the different subgenres of horror. I think that that kind of fits for them because something that isn't scary to me it can I can still be like, oh, yeah, that's a creepy thought. It didn't scare me, but I can understand how that's creepy to other people. Like, I don't get afraid of, like, movies about, about scary movies about aliens. I don't get scared by them, but I mm-hmm. understand how that's creepy and how that's a scary thought and how, like, oh, yeah, if that ever happened, that would be really scary. But, you know, I'm not scared by that. But then at the same time, somebody, like, something that scares me is not going to scare another person. But it's just the idea of this, like, uncomfortable, like, oh, this is just not – this doesn't feel right. It's kind of makes you uneasy. Like, anything that makes me feel that way, I consider that a horror movie Mm -hmm. because I'm like, yeah, that's a horrifying thought, even if I'm not, like, jumping out of my chair as soon as it's up on the screen. Like, I can still feel scared by it. Yeah. In the back of my mind. And I think one of the things that honestly uh, brings up this conversation about, you know, movies like Dave Made and Maze or like Get Out or whatnot is because they they occasionally do these things to try and be scary um, and to, you know, elicit that fear. But that's not like the main focus of the movie right. and like i know a lot of people who will go to see a horror movie and if they don't jump once or like nothing makes them feel that uneasy then they think it was not a good horror movie not because it's not a good movie but because it didn't make it didn't elicit that fear feeling within them they dismiss it as a bad horror movie mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes uh, especially for people who enjoy good writing in movies or like good cinematography, like the other elements of a movie outside of just the genre that make a good movie. It's it, that can be kind of frustrating. Like it's frustrating for me sometimes to like hear that about like a lot of times it's the slower horror movies that get this bad rep because mm-hmm. they're like either like psychological horrors or they're not about like jump scares. Like you're not jumping every two minutes. So it's not that good of a horror movie, but it's like, it could still be a really good movie regardless. Yeah, I think that specifically for the horror genre, unlike other genres, well, that's not true because I, okay, so like, let's compare horror and comedy. Mm -hmm. You go to see a comedy and for a lot of people, if they didn't laugh out loud, they think that comedy, they're like, that comedy wasn't funny at all. Like it was a failure to me because Mm -hmm. I didn't laugh. And it's like the same thing with horror. People go in expecting to be scared. And if they go in and they don't have any moments where they felt like they were scared, they're like, okay, that's not what I wanted. It doesn't matter if the movie was written very well or if it was acted very well or, you know, all the other elements to it. People go into them expecting a certain, like, outcome Mm -hmm. and when that outcome isn't what they get I think sometimes people are like I'm disappointed because that's not what I wanted but at the same time it's like okay but you're still going to see a story and like that is still what is important so just because you didn't laugh or just because you didn't jump out of your chair doesn't mean that it was a failure it just 
you already had these like preconceived notions on it and when it, it didn't be. live up to, yeah and when it didn't live up to that you already checked out like you were like okay i'm done with yeah. this movie i think oh go ahead i was gonna say i think a movie that um kind of suffered from that semi-recently was it comes at night um that movie got a lot of split reviews because i think people went to that movie expecting like a monster horror horror film um Mm -hmm. but it's more of like a slow burn sort of like thriller film that a lot of people were upset about because well they didn't get the big scare they didn't get the big monster they don't they don't get like all the stuff that they assumed would be in this movie because it's under the genre and I think, especially with the conversation between horror and comedy, the thing is humor and fear are subjective. And right. mm-hmm. every everyone thinks different things are funny. Everyone thinks that different things are scary. And that's why I have an issue with this kind of formulaic look at horror movies, because it assumes that everyone everyone's taste aligns with this formula. That's kind of the issue is like sometimes there are not sometimes there are a lot of people who absolutely like hate jump scares. Right. But mm-hmm. if a horror movie has no jump scares whatsoever, a lot of people will dismiss it like, well, I didn't jump once. And it's like, well, maybe you weren't supposed to, you know, like maybe that right. wasn't the kind of fear that it was trying to incite within you. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. It's like, well, and and in the audience's defense, I will I'll throw this out. Oh yeah, of I course. Like, there we, there like, are some people who are probably both like sides, well, both sides of this. Yeah, but in the audience's defense, I do think that um, specifically for horror movies, um, because they know that people have these expectations of what a horror movie is going to be. I will say that they edit the trailers to almost look like it's something that it's not because they know that people are expecting, oh, we need to make it look like there's a jump scare. Oh, we need to make it look like there's a monster or there's a killer. And then so people come in thinking, oh, this is what – this is what this is going to be. And then they watch the movie and it's like that is not at all what – the trailer totally showed me and using the same reference of it comes at night is like i give people who dislike that movie that under their belt 100 percent is like that movie Mm -hmm. was marketed as like a horror your typical run-of-the-mill like scary monster horror movie like it definitely was if you watch the trailer that's what they were trying to present and then when you got to the movie it was definitely something different so right that part I understand, you know, and like I, I get that. There was, um, there's a great little piece on, um, it's a YouTube channel called Screamed, mm-hmm. but they do this little bit about um, how to make an effective horror movie. And one of the things that they talk about for them that justifies a good horror movie is it handles three elements very well which are the characters in the movie the adversary with which the characters have to deal with and then the audience's participation in that movie those are their three defining features of like a good horror movie and a good horror movie handles all three of those aspects very well um like because it even if you listen to some of our older episodes, some of the, like, 
looking at the first thing, the characters, right? One of the big things that we've complained about in the horror movies that we haven't liked is like us not caring about what happens to the characters or like how we feel about the characters, which it's kind of bringing this back to our initial topic about whether or not Dave made a maze is a horror movie that I think this movie handles in spades of like, I don't care about every single character, but me personally, I liked these characters enough that there were characters in the cast whose fates I was very invested in. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think that the characters in this movie are awesome. And it's funny because like, because it's a comedy, when people die in this movie, it's funny. It's not like, oh, no. But, like, you do still want to see them succeed. So part of the thing in this movie is they're, like, uh, filming a documentary. Mm-hmm. The the boom guy mm-hmm. <laughs> was one of my favorite characters. He doesn't say a word. And yeah. I was like, I was the so camera inv- guy too. Anytime- I really like the camera oh, guy yeah. too. Like the I like, I love them awesome. as a pairing. Yeah, but that just goes to show. I mean, their background, by all accounts, they're meant to be kind of like background, just kind of comedic, disposable relief. characters. Yeah, characters. But every time that they were on screen, I was like, yes, because <laughs> I was so interested in them, and I think that that's a huge thing that horror movies can have trouble with because another thing that people expect from horror movies is a body count. And so a lot of characters end up being these kind of silly caricatures because they need to be disposable. But as a result of that, you end up getting a lot of times where you're like, I don't care about these characters. They're not well-written. It's frustrating. And it's a big, yeah, it's a big complaint that we have in a lot of, horror movies but it's also kind of something that you almost expect from the genre now is you expect you know you expect the friend who is obsessed with sex and Mm -hmm. you expect the frat guy who just likes to drink and then there's the nerd and there's the cabin in in the woods again one of my favorite movies because it exploits that idea so heavily And, like, Mm -hmm. it definitely points out a lot of the things that, like, that's a great movie to look at to, like, see uh, a movie poke fun at the formula. Like, they're looking at the formula and kind of poking fun at, like, this is what has made horror movies for so long. Like, this is, these are the things, these are the elements of the movies. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the cabinet, so Cabin in the Woods is, it would be considered a, a horror comedy. Yeah. But... There's so many different genres of there's so many different subgenres now. And like there's, you know, there's a there's crime horror and there's torture. There's like the monster horror, slasher, paranormal. Like it's insane how many subcategories of this genre there are. Yeah. And I think that makes it it's like a it's a it makes it easy and it makes it hard because it's like because there's so many subgenres a horror movie can kind of be anything that yeah. it wants to be but at the same time it's like you start to walk the line with some of them where you're like, like whether I or don't not know yeah. but like that, and and that's what I mean is like that's why I've got kind of like this thing against the the formula I guess because 
the natural occurrence of all of these subgenres of horror to me says that horror is a genre that w- does not want to be just boxed in under like one formula category like the fact that we have so many branches of this tree of a genre is showing that the genre just has so much room to play in like mm-hmm. at its base form like yes it needs to be scary in some way shape and form i i think that is definitely a defining feature of a horror movie i do think even if a movie's funny even if the movie's not necessarily trying to be your run-of-the-mill horror movie it does in some way shape or form need to be scary that part I will right. agree with across the board is like if I'm never once scared or frightened or feeling uneasy, then I would say this movie might not fall under the genre because I think that that's definitely a staple part of it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. I th- and that's something too in this movie. I think that they have little touches of the horror genre that's just enough for them to be considered a horror because there is a part in this movie that it's not scary like it's not like whoa it's like kind of a scary but it's kind of a creepy there's a creepy character that makes you think oh that's kind of that's kind of like that's scary. Are you talking There's about the something... doll? The doll character, yeah. that one, or okay, because like, yeah, and that one's in the trailer too. Like you see it like towards the end. There's like this doll character that's like kind of being puppet stringed. When you get to that scene, is for me that scene is so creepy. It's such a creepy scene in that movie, and it's just the way that it's acted and shot, and just the way it's presented in the movie to me was very creepy and very horror esque. Like as this that scene to me is like this is a horror movie scene like this is something that you would see in a horror movie Mm -hmm. yeah and people do like people get killed in this movie and not only that there is a monster that they are having to battle now the monster there is is, is an adversary (laughs) yeah there is an adversary in this one it's a minotaur that is their big bad but the but that is a thing in that is part of the horror genre is you kind of have to have like um, a villain or some kind of a monster that you're battling and that's your antagonist and you have to have, you know, you have to figure out how you're going to beat them and then there's always got to be a final battle where you, you know, you have to go head on with them and try and defeat them. And it doesn't always have to be a, a person you know mm-hmm. it can be a it can be a, a ghost it, it can, can be, be a ghost it could be an idea like i yeah, think for idea. like this movie like to me the maze was kind of the adversary of the cast is like mm-hmm. and that's one of the things they they talk about in the movie too is like the maze kind of has a bit of a mind of its own so it's the characters are struggling against this thing that's kind of outside of their control but it is definitely actively going against them And I think one of the testaments of horror movies is because for good writing, you just need to have protagonists and them fighting against something like you need some form of antagonist and just any kind of good story, really. But I Mm -hmm. think what differentiates in the horror genre is you start 
dealing with a bit of a tipping of the scales in terms of like the power to fear ratio of like usually in horror movies the antagonist is something that one lone character one lone protagonist character usually can't handle by themselves like you can have you can have non-horror movies where the antagonist and, and the hero are kind of like on equal playing fields and they're kind of like you know fighting back and forth but i think a lot of the thing that makes horror movies horror movies is like it's kind of an uphill battle against Mm -hmm. the adversary in the movie because like that that feeling of like hopelessness of like can we really beat this thing i think is like an important part of adding to the fear factor of a movie not every horror movie you're going to succeed like yeah some some of them they fail against the antagonist but they're always going to be battling throughout and Sometimes it's like battling their own mind. Maybe mm-hmm. it's not even a real person. It's the idea of something. And they think that something's there, but it's been them the whole time. That's another thing that I think has come up more in recent years as like a psychological horror. Yeah, I think a, like a, a good... It's, it's kind of veering off, but a similar example is like Hereditary, right? Like looking at Hereditary, mm-hmm. like you have this idea of the big bad throughout the entire movie. You don't really necessarily know per se what the big bad is, but it exists in one shape, one way, shape or form. However, a lot of the movie is watching this family kind of, you know, break away from the inside out. Like you're watching this family kind of struggle to figure things out in the wake of the appearance of this big bad. And like a lot of the fear and horror comes from the breakdown of this family and, and the, the way that their connection disintegrates over time. Mm -hmm. And like, that's, that's one of the things that's kind of scary, especially when you have good characters within your horror movie is once you're invested in these characters, like you don't want these bad things to happen to them. Right. Like you want these characters to succeed. You want them to be okay. And what horror movies love to do is they love to take these characters that you've now formed this connection with and put them in scenarios where you're not sure the outcome, you don't know if they're going to make it, you don't know if they're going to come out of this on the positive side. Like that's a scary thing because it's the fear of losing. Mm -hmm. It's the fear of losing this character that you're now invested in. At the end of the day, because we like to um, categorize movies just so that we know how to present them, how to market them, except like there are various reasons why we have to fit things into their own respective bubbles. Right? Like it then breeds these, these arguments about, things not hitting all the checkpoints and whatnot. And I'm like, they're as long as it's a good movie that is following the idea of a genre, like I I'll run with it. Mm-hmm. And if you do it well, I'll probably like it. Um, yeah. But uh, one of the things, the, the last thing with that one, um, that one little video I was talking about is like, they talk about the audience participation within a horror movie too. And I think that's a big factor too. Like, I really agree with that is the audience is a character within your horror movie. And like we said multiple times, you know, throughout, throughout this podcast, one of the big things is for it to be a horror movie, it's gotta be scary. And so like you finding a way to navigate your audience to make them scared is very important. 
And there are, there's a lot of cool different ways to do that. Like it doesn't have to be just jump scares or just super violent scenes where you're just disgusted at what you're seeing. Like it can mm. be as simple as giving the audience knowledge that the main characters don't know, but are detrimental to the fate of the main characters, you know? Like that feeling right. of like, you know that the killer is behind that door, but the character doesn't know that the killer is behind that door. That's what breeds that feeling of the lady in the in the theater being like, run, get out of there. Like, don't, don't, don't <laughs> yeah. go into that room. Like that, that's where that comes from is like that knowledge of like, you know something that the people in the situation don't. And that's scary because like you want to help these characters characters but you're just forced to kind of just sit there and watch yeah like even I've... even even in uh dave made a maze like just the the beginning bit of it of like we know even from just the trailer like if you have mm -hmm. any notion of this movie like we know that once you go inside of this maze like you're going to be transported into this dangerous new world but the characters before they're in there have no idea and Dave, the main mm -hmm. character, is trying to warn everybody, like, don't come in here. Like, it's not what you think it is. And, like, you, the audience, know, like, yeah, it's not what you think it is. Um, but there's nothing you can do. Like, you're forced to just kind of sit there and be an observer of these things that play out. I guess it goes back to what you said about, like, the difference between, like, being, what is it, terrified and, and horror? Terror and horror, yeah. Terror and horror. Yeah, it's like that buildup to knowing that something bad is gonna happen or it's even like in like in, in found footage movies where they'll be like when they'll be like seven days ago a mm -hmm. person went into the woods this is the footage and you're like so mm -hmm. you're like okay well now i have a countdown i know in seven days some shit's about to go down yeah yeah and it's like building up that feeling of like helplessness and having your audience be like the closer we get to the to the seventh day you know that you're building up this feeling in your mm -hmm. audience you get you've like, given now this little timer that everybody's watching because mm -hmm. i i don't know why when we were talking about that it made me think of like um like silence of the lambs mm, because i think okay. i th i think that's a really good one that can kind of be on the fence yeah like would um, you would you classify that as a horror movie so, i'm i'm almost like i'm almost like i wouldn't and i'm trying to think about why i wouldn't but i th i think it's because it's so so i i had looked up this article and that was also like define how do you define a horror movie and it Base, and it was talking about how thrillers and horrors kind of almost go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. And I think that, and that a lot of people have trouble defining what's a thriller and what's a horror. And the main difference that they said is that in a horror movie, you know, you can always expect violence and there's always some kind of a monster that needs to be fought and there's going to be like a final showdown with them. Whereas in a thriller, that monster is probably a human. There mm -hmm. might not be a final showdown. You might not ever even know, like, you know, the, the main character might not even ever interact with that person. And also it's more of like a mystery that slowly unfolds throughout the movie. And then 
is either solved at the end or is kind of left on like a cliffhanger. Interesting. And I think that Silence of the Lambs kind of is a thriller, but it has horror qualities to it. But I think it definitely teeters on that line where if if I look at things in that kind of a definition, Silence of the Lambs would be more of a thriller, but... Well, like I don't know. It's, it it almost seems like thriller in itself kind of lives more in the terror part than horror movies do in the horror. Mm-hmm. Where like horror movies, you kind of expect payoff for your terror, if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. uh, you get you get to feel that unease, that 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 clenching, uh, like that clenching feeling in your chest, like as these things are unfolding in the horror movie. But you expect. To at some point see something like the, the terror builds up to something like something happens whether that somebody dies or it's a jump scare or what have you but like you get this like build up build up of just tension and anxiety and then you get a quick release of it all at once in this like horrifying scene where thrillers can just kind of live there for as long as they want really like they don't necessarily have to give you that you know that that cathartic little payoff of like oh shit oh they've been playing the scary music for 30 minutes and now somebody's dead oh no there it is like they could just switch to a next scene because they're a thriller movie like that's not that's not their job to make you feel the horror like that's not what they're trying to do they're trying to instill that fearful feeling within you i guess i i'm gonna say it's a i'm gonna go on the side of horror and that is because I think by introducing the character of Hannibal Lecter, you're basically without him. I think it would have just been a thriller, but by introducing him and the things that he does throughout the movie, you are introducing this monster who is kind of there the whole movie, but we see him be violent. We see him do these horrible acts. And I think by adding him, you're adding your horror element. And also we do end up getting kind of a a payoff of like the monster versus the protagonist at the end. Um, Fair. fair. That's a a great example movie. Yeah. I think if we didn't have that, I would say it was more of a thriller. Or even if we didn't have it in the way that it's presented, because it is really like it's really scary. It's really tense. The la like the ending scene when she finally, you know, is meeting the monster. It's mm-hmm. it is tense. And it's yeah. a, and the way they film it is very horror like. I think a lot of movies, um, took that element, the like in the dark um, standoff and use them in later films and later horror films because it is such a scary concept. And so for those reasons, I believe it is a horror film. That's fair. That's fair. I, I would say I'm on like I'm I'm very much tearing that line. Like I, I, I think right now I would still classify it as a thriller, but that the argument you present makes me like literally puts me like I'm on that little tightrope line of like, I'm really <laughs> not sure because mm-hmm. it's true. It has all those elements in it that uh, under that lens, like, yeah, you could definitely call it a horror movie. Um, 
And I, I think that's another thing, too, that you brought up towards the end there is the filmmaking and the editing also play a huge role in whether or not things seem like horror movies or not. Like, mm-hmm. po- like post-production for a horror movie is key, absolutely key to, like, truly crafting a lot of those good scares or, like, the having that feeling of horror. A lot of that comes just from how they decide to use the shots that they have and, like, how they're cut together. Um like every jump scare ever is them quickly jumping to something that you're not expecting to see. And that that's done in the editing. Like that's not done in the performance or like the actual filming, like that's done afterwards. Um, So Mm -hmm. that plays a huge role in it too. And the, you know, from like the score that they decide to add to the movie, um, just the lighting, how they control all these different elements. There's just so many things that come into play there were like yeah looking at something like silence of the lambs like it's shot for all intents and purposes like a horror movie like it's got all the horror movie shots in it like it's got mm-hmm. those scare factor shots that's why i'm like yeah this is a, it could be it really could be a horror movie yeah. like it really could yeah. but it okay could. but uh, i was gonna say like all right with that with that there is dave made a maze a horror movie like what do you think <laughs> um Um, drum roll. (laughs) (laughs) It's, I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to say yes. And the reason that I think that it's a horror movie is because they're not at all the same type of movie, but it almost kind of reminded me of Tucker and Dale versus Evil. If okay. you've ever seen that. Mm-hmm. In the way that they take these tropes that you see in horror films and they kind of put their own spin on it and kind of, you know, play them up. Now, Dave doesn't do that to that degree, but when it does get to the parts of it that are meant to be horror-esque, it's very, like, it's really playing up those tropes. It knows that it's silly. It's Mm -hmm. like, there's a part, there's one part in the movie where two of the friends are in the maze. They, they've just been kind of like playing around, running around with each other. They don't even really realize that, you know, what the maze can do. They're just kind of like chasing each other around. Mm -hmm. And there's a string that's like attached to a booby trap. And every time they step close to the string, it kind of like wiggles and it's like, it like makes this little like laughing noise. And then they step away from it and it's almost like, oh. And it's like, it's obviously, you know, playing into this idea of like oh am i gonna kill you oh no Mm -hmm. i don't get to kill you and i think that every moment that it has where it's supposed to be horrific it it's like a it's parodying that and it's playing into the idea of like this is what they do in horror movies but we're gonna put our own like silly kooky spin on it because even with and you'll see this in the trailer so it's not really a spoiler or anything but when people die they don't bleed like instead of blood coming out, it's like yarn and yeah. like paper mache. It's like Which red yarn and paper mache. It was so creative. I it love is really that. creative. And it makes a noise. It makes that like like a little like <laughs> bell or I don't even like a little horn blowing. It will make yeah. that noise and like it'll just spurt out. And they're reacting as if like it's they're- a horrific graphic scene. 
but it's like it's, it's playful. It's like, yeah, it's playful. It's like a kid's craft project. Yeah. And but they're reacting as if they just saw like blood squirting everywhere and like uh there's an and like it'll be silly like silly string will spray in their <laughs> face and they react as if it's blood yeah and it's like for those like those things are to me they're just send-ups of the hall of the um horror genre it's like they're playing really obviously into like a silly version of that and like those things alone make me think that it's a horror movie. I, I don't think that horror is the genre that I would have classified it under. Like, mm-hmm. I, I definitely think they're accurate in having it as like adventure, comedy, horror, fantasy, like putting it under all these things because yeah. I do think that it qualifies. But I definitely think that they wrote it in, they wrote those things specifically to be like send ups yeah. of the horror genre. Agreed. Agreed. But it definitely teeters the line. I'll tell you that. It's like, yeah. it's on thin ice for me, but it's <laughs> And I think good. it also, like, it it shows that these things don't have to be mutually exclusive either. Where, like, it mm-hmm. has, like, when you look up this movie and see what it's classified as, it has all these tags attached to it. But when you watch the movie, it kind of does its best to, like, those tags are there for a reason. Because it 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 works towards those um, each genre in its own way. Like it's, it's a very hard mm-hmm. movie to like put into just one little box. <laughs> Punny. <laughs> I just realized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. <laughs> it's yeah, it's, uh, it's awesome. I really enjoyed watching it and, like, so I really didn't even really, like, want to take notes while I was watching it because I was enjoying, yeah like, paying attention to it. And yeah, it was very, it's a very captivating movie. Like, even is. just visually, too, because, like, um, we've talked about, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Practical effects, too, in the past. This entire, Ooh. this entire movie is practical effects. Like, every mm-hmm. last thing. I even looked a little bit into, like, the building. Like, they built everything by hand, like, this is a practical effects movie through and through. And I think it's a really cool aspect of it. Yeah. And there's a little part, there's a one part in there where I couldn't tell if it was CGI or if it was stop motion, mm-hmm. but I think I know which part you're talking about. Yeah. But uh-huh. even that looks great. Like yeah. it looks good. And yeah, it's all done. You can tell that they did everything on set. They, uh, there's actually like and there's actors in this like the the woman who plays Garcia on Criminal Minds she's in this mm-hmm. and um the oh they're the guy who plays Gordon he uh, Adam Adam Bush yes so I recognized him because he is best known as playing Warren on Buffy the Vampire Slayer and for oh, anybody really? yes so for Did all not... you Buffy fans <laughs> if you know who Warren you know who Warren is and you're probably like fuck that guy but you know what <laughs> he's awesome in this movie he's well he was one of my favorite characters he's the complete opposite kind of a character of what he played in that he's great in this um so yeah there's some people like there are people in here that I wasn't expecting to see and 
also the guy who plays Harry, who's the oh, guy yeah, who's yeah. making a documentary. Like James Urbanic, or, or yeah. I don't know how to say his last name, but he's been I, in a couple things. He's been in quite a lot of things, but I weirdly recognized him. He played a like a guest character in one episode of Sex in the City. He was like a guy that had a foot fetish <laughs> and and Charlotte would like go into the shoe store and he would give her free shoes if he if she would let him like rub her feet. That that's what I recognized him from and I was he like He has a very recognizable <laughs> <surprising>. face. And <laughs> yeah. Did they not pick the best person to play like a documentary like maker? He he does that part so good like he's he, he does, does that role so well yeah he's he's really good um if, uh. if you couldn't tell from how i've been talking about it i do definitely think this movie also is a horror movie um i i agree with you um for all the reasons that we've had like we've discussed earlier too um i think it hits a lot of the notes that a horror movie should have while doing other things um, mm-hmm. it's, it, it, it branches off into a lot of different realms. Um, I also think another big thing for me too, is somebody who's studied filmmaking and been within the industry too. I actually think now this is my guess. This is kind of like my, like fanning of the movie and my, uh, you know, frame for the movies. Like, I think this is a horror movie about the horrors of making a movie. Like is really what I got mm. from this movie. Um, because it has a lot of themes throughout it when you watch it that um, he the way he references this maze for me it, a lot of it has some parallels to the things that go into a production and making a movie and I think when you watch it with that lens um, you may you may kind of see what I'm talking about like I won't go too much into it and I think like if people if you guys watch the movie and you want us to do like a full on like review of the movie and like break down like everything that's in the movie like we do with our other podcasts we we're, we're down just let us know and mm-hmm. we can add it into the queue of uh, stuff that we want to do. Um, but yeah, like I think the I think this movie gets a little meta. Like I I, I definitely think it's kind of it's kind of teetering this little meta line that I really enjoyed watching it. Oh. Okay, okay, well, so while we're talking about what we think, because let me, t- can I tell you what I thought it was a metaphor yeah. for? I think that it's, and guys, watch the movie and tell us which one is right. Like, tell <laughs> us which one of us got it right. But I think that there can only it, be one winner. Okay, there guys, can only we have, be one winner. And, I, and it's definitely me, but like, watch <laughs> it first and then tell me I was right. So, um, so I think that it's a metaphor for the, like how scary like adult adulthood could be Mm. because we follow Dave. He's like, as we said, we find out that he is one of those people who he doesn't really know what his purpose is in life. He kind of jumps into things to feel fulfilled and then quits them in the middle of it and everyone around him almost seems like they have something that they you know that they do or that they are interested in Mm -hmm. and he finally makes this maze and like 
he's proud of himself, but he almost kind of gets overwhelmed. He can't control it. It's like out of control. He's stuck. And now he's lost inside mm-hmm. of like this thing that he thought was going to help him find his purpose. Now he's lost and he doesn't know where to go and he doesn't know what he's going to do. And it takes, you know, like people coming in and finding him and kind of helping him through the maze. And so I almost felt like it was, yeah, just supposed to be like how scary being an adult and like trying to find your purpose can be and how overwhelming that can feel. Okay. I almost felt like they're maybe touching on that as well. I, I feel that. I feel that. Like that's mm-hmm. like I, I know that I'm right, but like <laughs> <laughs> But like valiant effort. I like what the, the, you're the, doing there. <laughs> the, that's actually that's a solid analysis of the movie, I think. Like and I'm I'm I Honestly, guys, I'm very curious to see what people like. A, first off, let yeah. us know if you, after watching this movie, think that it's a horror movie. And then B, after you watch this, because this movie's definitely a metaphor for something. It's got to be mm-hmm. a metaphor for something. So if you have ideas of what you think this movie is a metaphor for, let us know. And also yeah, let us know who's right. <laughs> but also, uh, Comment Erica in the chat. Let RJ know <laughs> what was going on. But yeah, guys, definitely watch the like watch this movie because yeah. it's so good. We didn't want to talk about it too much because the less you know going into this, the better. Like watch the trailer and you'll basically see everything that you need. Like if you're one of those people, if you like like regular if you liked regular show and things like that i think that this movie is like right on par or even um what's that other one the the adventures Uh, Adventures of gumball Gumball. yeah yeah like Like, i feel like that it gives me some of those vibes or even like the misadventures of flapjack yeah it's got a lot of that quirky creative energy that like a lot of those Uh shows have um, oh, before before we sign up, I do think it would be an absolute discredit to not like shout out uh, Mira Kumbani who plays Annie in this movie because oh, yeah. her acting in this movie is phenomenal. And mm-hmm. Nick Thune yeah. does an amazing job as Dave too. Like I'm not dismissing that at all, but like I would feel terrible to not at least shout her out because she because uh, a good like half of this movie before we get into the maze is kind of her kind of carrying it and she does beautifully like she yeah she's great absolutely great in this movie she's also really funny like she's really funny and her reactions to things are, yeah. <laughs> are great <laughs> um but yeah please just go watch this movie um it's worth it it's, it's, it's worth definitely it. worth it I would love to hear what you guys think about it because I had a blast watching it. Even if you don't like it, like I would still love to hear what your thoughts were and like why you didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest criticism that I saw that people have uh, with this movie when I was like looking it up because it has good reviews. The biggest criticism that I saw that people had is that they they didn't like like the dialogue. I think the dialogue works because I, I it just felt like. If you go into the movie, you can't go into this movie thinking like these are real people and this is a real life situation. You really yeah. have to suspend your disbelief for this. It's meant to be a whimsical. Fantasy. It's not. Yeah, this isn't the real world. This is a crazy cardboard world. Like you just kind of have to go in and have fun because it yeah. is a really fun movie. I agree. I love the dialogue. I thought the dialogue was great in this movie. 
Like, yeah, I thought I did too. It was funny. I was la- I was laughing out loud. It's mm-hmm. very rare that like. I, I'm one of those people where even if something's funny, like I'll smile or I'll do like a <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, a I chuckle. <laughs> yeah, but when I'm watching something, I very rarely like laugh out loud. Um, I don't know why. I just <laughs> no. I guess it's just because nothing really catches me that off guard. Where I'm like, that deserves a laugh. But yeah. a, a lot of things did in this movie. Yeah, really, like, I found myself me. laughing a ton during this movie. It was mm-hmm. such a great, this is a great experience. Just like. Just, just go watch it. Just go watch it. Yeah, it's much more balanced than like a, a scary movie. Like it's not that far of a comedy where it's like it's every like, moment is played just, as a laugh. It's yeah. not like that kind of a thing. It's definitely much more balanced because it's not like a meant to be a parody. Um, so it's pretty. It's I like it. I like it. Yeah. And but, again, okay. yeah. Let us let us know if you guys want us to do a full review of the movie, and we'll get a lot more in depth on some of the scenes and whatnot once we can be a little bit more spoilery with it. But before we go, I I have I want to tell you. I'm going to give you one. Like I'm going to tell you um, a situation, and I want you to tell me if it was more horror or if it is more on the comedy side. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Okay, so um, when we were in third semester and we were in acting for camera Mm -hmm. and we had to come in to the room and we had to imagine a little girl sitting on top of dead bodies Mm -hmm. and we had to and we had to start off crying and then we had to go into laughing Mm -hmm. like do you think that we did a good job with horror or do you think that was more comedy? Uh, wow. Um, <laughs> a little throwback for I you. I know, throwback. Also, shout out art school for the shit that we had to do. Yeah, um, shout out to acting school. I, I, honestly, I'm not, I, I guess I would say it was more like, it was more, I'm going to say it was more horror because I feel like across the board, like as we were doing them and watching playbacks of them, I feel like most of the laughs ended up creepy just due to the scenario. Like, do you think so? A little, a little bit. Cause like, I, I don't know. There, there's something about like the cry, the cry into laugh that comes across a little creepy to me. Like I think just across the board of just like. I feel like if you go directly from like crying to laughing sometimes, that's like a reference of like, oh, they just lost it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just remember watching the playback and thinking that I, I like when I watched mine back, I could see in my brain that I was like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> if, if anyone's like, confused, we like when we were in acting school, we we had to do this scene where we had to walk into a room and we had to imagine that there was a little girl and she had killed all of her friends and she was she, she was like sitting on top of all of their dead bodies. Yeah. And we had to like ask her where the knife was that she used to kill them and we had to like cry and then we had to start laughing maniacally because we had lost our minds um and i just yeah i i did not do i was like this is it this is my chance to be in a scary movie and i and i bombed i like did (laughs) 
I absolutely lost it. I like. Well, like I, I will say, I thought it. I, from what I remember, I feel like the scene was supposed to be horror, but I feel like our, it was across the thing. across the board. All of us in our beginning stages <laughs> of film acting managed to make that a very comedic experience. <laughs> we did, yeah, because it was supposed to be played straight. Like it was supposed to be a very like, what happened? What to the knife? You know. Yeah. So what is it? The, the one with the apple. The, the on one it. with the apple. Oh my god! I cannot yeah. believe you remember that. <laughs> I can't forget it because we had to say it so many times, and it was such a ridiculous line. But yeah, we had to play it really straight. Like, where is it? And then we were supposed to cry, like legitimately cry, and then which start was for laughing. me a fucking nightmare because that's one of my actor weaknesses it's just I, i'm not i'm really not a crier so like if you need me to like cry on command i'm always just like oh no please just give me yeah. give me a tear stick this is not you just shrivel <laughs> it's like all your tears just like shrivel you're like spongebob in sandy's tree dome and it's like, Water. like that's us trying to cry <laughs> Oh man, I, mine was not good. That much I remember is mine was not good. I was definitely like I was definitely confident in my skills, but like watching the playback, I just remember like, oh man, this is yeah. This that is was bad. the moment when I was like, maybe I shouldn't be an actor. <laughs> <laughs> is it too late for me to like get a refund? <laughs> it was rough, but to be fair, all of ours were rough. It yeah. was like one of those things too. Our teacher, our teacher, kind of like knew it was a silly situation so he added fart noises underneath yeah of the scenes he, he knew it was one of those like initiation sort of things where it's like we're getting to we were getting to explore film acting um we we did a lot of like theater on stage acting first and then it was going into film acting like all right here's your taste of film acting so he kind of fucked with us a little bit but for good reason like it was still we learned a lot despite yeah despite how wacky that was there's yeah. a lot there's a lot that was, it was learned fun. it's a fun little memory oh my um, goodness <laughs> the the like the student debt i'm gonna call that a horror that but, is uh, the... college in itself <laughs> biggest irl horror movie you'll ever do <laughs> <laughs> the the like the the school going to school itself like that was fun that was the comedy mm -hmm. and then <laughs> and then when that first when that first payment due came in like the whole world went grayscale all of a sudden <laughs> starting to hear some background music I just keep hearing Sally Mae just whisper every two seconds. Oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. Oh man. All right. Yeah. Well that's it for us. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for coming into our little a little powwow about what makes a horror movie and whether yeah. or not this particular movie, which again, go watch it, whether or not that's a that is a horror movie. So. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed our conversation about horror and what our thoughts are on the genre. Because, I mean, you could talk about that for for ages. You really could. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed, like, the points that we discussed today. I'm very, very interested in hearing your guys's ideas like what is horror to you what do you expect when you go to see a horror movie what's a movie that like what's a movie that solidifies like this is a horror movie to you or what's a movie that you saw and you were like yeah it's meant to be horror but like i didn't get it i didn't feel it um 
yeah, I would like to know what your guys' like thoughts are on that yeah. and your examples because yeah. I'm sure that it'll differ from person to person. Yeah, you put all that stuff on our social media. Uh, if you got mm-hmm. things you want to say or things that you want us to hear, just let us know, you know? Yes, as always, we are homies of horror on all of our social medias. And you can also email us at homies of horror at gmail.com um and yeah go ahead and give us as always if you have any recommendations please send those our way yeah i think we're gonna we're gonna tackle a couple of those recommendations in a couple coming episodes right yes we are that is the plan so please let us know what you guys want to hear and we'll put it in the queue and we will be getting to those as soon as we can um give us you know follow us on the different podcast apps so that you will always be notified uh as soon as our new episodes come out new episodes every monday but if you want to be the first to know about it go ahead and follow us on we're on spotify we're on apple Podcasts, we're on the podbean app so yeah go ahead and follow us on there but I think that's going to be it for us. Yep. So we will be seeing you guys next Monday. All right. Same time next week, y'all. Bye.